Welcome to the other 420. And it's not the 420 you think it is. I'm Sue. And I'm Jill. And our show is about how someone in their 40s and 20s are navigating this crazy world together as Korean American professional women trying to figure out what is happening in our lives. So come join us for the ride. Welcome, listeners, to our fourth episode. I can't believe that we already have four episodes in the books. I know it's already been a month since we started the podcast. Yeah, it's already mid October, and I don't know where this month has gone. It's going by fast. No, and for me, it's October symbolizes all the holiday season rush. And that's super overwhelming. So, trying to get that all organized because before we know it, it's Halloween, which means costumes. So, then we have to think about where are all the costumes? What costumes are we going to get? And the kids are all at different ages now. So, it's been hectic around what does everyone want to be? It's not very, it's not simple like just buying a Spider Man costume. And then I feel like, oh, then it's Thanksgiving, trying to navigate all of those. Holiday ish things that kind of lead us to Christmas, which for raising kids, Christmas is mm-hmm. the holiday. So yeah. it's time to gather with friends and family, coordinate schedules, and then also think about gifts. So October is that launching pad into a hectic two months for me. Mm-hmm. But this week is also your husband's birthday. She always forgets. It is, I know. And um, I think that he is turning 44. And you asked me, what are you doing for his birthday? And Mm -hmm. I told you we have uh, soccer. One kid has soccer. One kid has football. And the other kid has first communion class. So that's what we're doing. And we will find time. Well, obviously he'll have meal cook for... Of course. For, you know, dinner. And that's his gift. And um, I'm sure because we've been together since he was 18. From 18 to Mm -hmm. 44, I'm sure there's been some good birthdays that he can kind of hold on to until we can take a breather and actually celebrate it. Is there any birthday that you really went all out for and you did like a big event Mm -hmm. or gave him a big present? So he turned 40 the Mm -hmm. year of COVID. So right before so we actually had a big 40th birthday and mm-hmm. tied to kind of like a Halloween theme. And we invited mm-hmm. all our friends and they all had kids. And we had a very uh, Halloween, you know, over the hill kind of theme party. And it was actually really nice because his birthday's October. And in March was the COVID shutdown. So mm-hmm. it was kind of our big party before, um, before everything kind of was quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. The big four O. I know. So now for him, it's going to be the big five O, right? Five O, just celebrate years. <laughs> but actually, next year is our twentieth wedding anniversary. Since it, October is actually also our anniversary. Oh, we yeah. just had our anniversary for nineteen years. So next year is our twentieth. So we do want to be intentional about at least going out to dinner or doing something. Um, October is kind of a slam month for sports and Mm -hmm. school and so we do have to make the time i mean for me i had a really eventful week i think on saturday i got my ears pierced i got my second piercing and i think for me i always 
like to make meaning out of nothing. So I remember when I got bangs, it was after my breakup with the model boy because I felt like I needed to commemorate it. And then with this recent guy, I got my ears pierced, this, my second lobes, because I'm like, I need something to cement it. So that's what I did. And I actually got um, hit up by a couple people that were kind of, I was talking to over the summer and I think you were there. It was out of the blue. These two people kind of contacted me and saying, you know, what's been going on? How have you been? Are you down to meet up? And I said, you know, sure, let's meet up. And I think we met up and we hung out and I realized, wow, I think some things are just meant to be in the past and there's a reason why it didn't work out. So I've kind of been in a phase with out with the old, in with the new. I know we talk about... um you're you're always the great friend after the breakup. I know. I wonder why. They always come back. But then they don't want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, you know what I say, just ask them if they know anybody. Do I they do. have any single friends for you? I do. I ask them, but then they're greedy. They don't share. They say, oh, I don't know anybody. And it I'm is. like, oh, okay. But I do think, you know, it is a time for you to make and keep friends and if you if those breakups or things ended really well and they can still be friends then why not um did anyone even notice your second piercing nobody noticed it nobody and yeah nobody you texted me multiple times should i get it should i get yes. it yes and i even sent you pictures and i sent it to our group chat with you and jim and no one responded no one said anything did your mom notice my mom didn't even notice but she did say it was cute Surprisingly, she's okay with me getting piercings, just not tattoos. Yeah, and it's so I haven't even noticed. I mean, you did it. Now I'm going to have to stare at it um, next time uh, to see if I even noticed it. I love it. And I think I've been on a whole new kind of vibe of taking risks and being new. And that's kind of what prompted this week's episode of taking risk. And what does that look like in our lives? Me as a 20s and you in your 40s and, you know, tying that with Asian American culture. And if taking risks is something that's really celebrated or like welcomed or encouraged. I know this idea of risk is... um well, I think more of like having the choice to participate and engage in risk mm -hmm. is a privilege, right? For our parents who are immigrants, they came here and they had to take risks like financially, mm -hmm. but that was order to survive. Yeah. Like the decisions that we make to take risk, we're in a different place where we have a little bit more privilege. But it's funny because your first risk move is, should I get an earring, another piercing or not? I know. Should I do it? Should I not? And then I think one thing that I brought up to you this week is, should I move to LA and make that really careless risk of just doing it despite the financial and I guess the commute, you know, just everything. I kind of want to do it. So, but you told me that's a extremely dumb idea. I know. And it's so funny because in your shoes, I could understand, yeah, you or you have you are a professional you went to graduate school you um, are very responsible with your finances so why not move to LA mm -hmm. for a year and live your best life yeah and I get that as a 20 something year old in your place but as a 40 something year old I totally lectured her or you about um don't do it 
you know, it costs so much money. And this is where kind of the older side of me is there's inflation, everything in LA is more expensive. Why would you take that risk for unnecessarily for no for no reason, for no payoff? But for me, it's why not take the risk? It's I'm in my 20s. I think this is the time to kind of be a little careless and take those big steps because also I feel like I haven't been able to take big risks in my life. I think all throughout, um, I guess just being a kid, you don't really take big risks. But even going to college, which is the biggest step, I didn't take that big of a risk I just went to UCLA which is just an hour from where my parents lived and then after I didn't take that big of a risk because I just went to grad school and then after grad school I got a job that was really close by so I haven't been able to take you know steps in my life where people are like "Ooh, are you sure about that it's like oh of course you would do that right whereas now I'm like oh I think I want to do something big where I'm like you know watch out world, like this is me doing something careless and something big because I see other people also in my 20s doing that, like moving to a new country, totally having another career or moving to a different state. And not that I would want to do that. I just, I want to do a little bit of that. Yeah, and I also think it's your generation is this idea of sometimes I think um, people are parallels paralyzed with their current situation so they just either don't do anything or they take extreme risks Mm -hmm. but more i think people are not taking risks at all you think yeah i don't see people um trying for like when you talk to me about your friends i don't really see them you know going i see them quitting their jobs like you told me oh they quit their job but there weren't really they weren't careers Mm -hmm. and so they they take that risk of if I'm not happy I'm just gonna stop yeah but for me I always associate risk with something that you do to make your situation better Hmm. like do I you know choose to stop working at this job in order to get a better job yeah so I never think about risk in terms of um something that wouldn't get me something that is in a better current situation. I think for me, taking a risk means you don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know what's going to happen if I end up moving to LA. Will I, you know, stay in LA forever? Or will I really regret that decision because I have to commute or I just don't like the LA lifestyle or the city life and I'd rather have the um, OC lifestyle and like kind of the more suburban lifestyle that I've always lived with. I've always lived in, but that's how I think of risk, like something that's unknown, but you're going to take that step anyways. Yeah, I associate a lot of risk and maybe it's my generation with risk. I just associate with jobs like mm. career. I and I think it's because we were raised to really think about where are you going to go to college? What are you going to do for work? Um there wasn't this this um I guess the word I'm looking for is this um what am I blanking? I don't think we have the privilege to just choose not to work or mm-hmm. choose not to um have a career. So for me, I I think about that with risk. Like I didn't think finding, getting married, 
choosing that person was a risk or what house to pick. Like those kinds of things I don't feel are risk for me. My husband says that I'm always very, I know my plan from one step to the next step. So it's interesting how we see risk differently. Mm -hmm. But do you think you've made big risks in your life? I would say no, but maybe other people, because I'm always very confident in the decision that I make. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if though, if someone else looked in would think, oh, this is a risk. I mean, do you think you moving up to the Bay was a big risk, you and your husband? No, I don't think I even thought about like, oh, what does it mean? Will I miss my family? Like none of those things. Because once again, we moved there for my husband's career. Mm -hmm. So it's always, you know, if it's tied to something that makes it better, I don't think that's a risk. Hmm. So I feel like risk is a really like how people view risk is really kind of generational, right? And how you were raised and what um, context you are um, in order to be able to uh, decide if you want to take that risk. Mm, and I, I tell you that like moving to LA is a big financial risk. I always tell it's about the finances. I know she talks about the finances and she's always saying you have no money you're so broke and I say I know I don't have money but how many other people in LA don't have money but they risked it all to be in the city and to live that lifestyle and I was there for college and I know that college life is different from adult life but I do miss being in the city and like being in the middle of all that action and I was thinking I'm like if I don't do it now Because if I do it, it would probably be next year when I'm 26. If I don't do it when I'm 26 till I'm 27, like when will I be able to do it? And I also don't like having regrets. Because I think so far, I I don't have any regrets in what I've done in my life because I've always done things to make sure like I won't regret it in the future or I won't say, oh, that was a mistake. So I don't want to look back when maybe I'm 30 or 40 or 50 and be like, oh, I wish I did live in LA when I was in my 20s and not just stay, you know, at home with my parents. Oh, you know, I don't regret any decision that I made Mm -hmm. because I think I'm more of a, um, you learn from the experiences that you uh, go through type of person. Mm -hmm. So I'm never in a really like a deficit view of anything. So if something happened I think about what did I learn from this situation or how did this situation make better? So I never live in regret. I don't think I do because um, I can't, everything kind of happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I just believe in that mantra. I guess when I asked you, you know, what are the big risks you've taken? You said you can't really think of any. Are there any risks that you wish you had taken looking back now? You know, I think that I could have further, I could have chosen to really push my career further, mm-hmm. but with that, you make sacrifice, right? Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I could have, and I can now really do push it further beyond where it is, but am I really willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. in order to um, achieve that success Mm -hmm. so once in a while i see people my age who are like ceo of something or very have a high you know uh 
high paying job that's, you know, um, at a very elite level. And I think, oh, I could have easily done that. But I chose not to because I think that my kids, you know, my parents sacrificed being present because they had to give up work. And I feel like they made that sacrifice so that I wouldn't have to make that sacrifice. So, I mean, I guess always, like for me, it's always career-driven regret, right? So maybe I could have, but that's so fleeting Mm -hmm. when I see my own kids and how well-adjusted they are and how happy they are. So not really. And then as we get older and I hear about more, um, uh, like, people my age who get, who have like some, who get illness or Mm -hmm. they have health issues, I think, man, you know, life is short. So you really do have to make sure that you are living your best life, your best self. Mm -hmm. So I don't think about that with, um, regret, right? I mean, that's true. And I think that's the biggest difference between taking risks in your forties versus twenties. Like if I take a big risk, let's say moving to LA, at the end of the day, it only affects me. You know, I don't have a partner. I don't have kids. So it's just going to be on me, um, that financial burden or, you know, just all the consequences that may happen. It's going to be on me. Whereas I think if you take a big risk, if it's finances or career, it's going to impact, you know, your family, like your kids and your daily life. So I guess there's more at stake. Do you think? Well, and I think it's like, what is for you, your risk is tied to your happiness. Mm -hmm. You're hoping to experience something. You're hoping to find something. I mean, you don't know next month you could meet the love of your life who (sighs) lives, you know, in the next city. And so why would you move to LA? You always say that. That could happen. So I think that's my thing too, is that for you, your risk is tied to maybe necessarily like that idea of happiness Mm -hmm. or finding something. But Mm -hmm. um, for me, risk is not associated with that, which is so interesting. It's more tied to, I always associate risk with like career. Yeah. I think for me, where I am in my life, I don't think I would take any risks with my career because I just started off just last year. And so I think if I were to take a big risk, I would want to feel secure first and feel like I have like a foundation. And um, do you know Enneagrams? No. So Enneagrams is like a different type of like personality, like MBTI. And so I'm a type six. I actually encourage you to take um, the quiz and see which Enneagram you are, but I'm type six, which is a loyal pessimist which I think it really describes me better than my MBTI. But one of the characteristics is feeling um, secure and sturdy in a level and then being able to move on to the next step. So I feel like if it's steps, I can't just jump the next two steps. I have to feel secure in every step I take for me to move on. And I think that's how I would be in my career. And that's how I'm always, I've always been. But with this move, potential move to LA I feel like I just want to go full force you know put all my money into it make that reckless decision and I only told myself I'll do it for a year like I can't go beyond a year because I can't afford it but then if I hate it then I can just come back home yeah I think um everything can change until that year that you move I mean you could meet the soul your love of your life like I said maybe I can meet him at the gym I've still been going yeah I mean that's another thing is you don't know where you're going to meet that 
soulmate or future person. So um, you got to keep, you know, I say that risk. Are there other things that you can look at to provide that happiness um, instead of taking that risk? That's true. And risks doesn't have to be a big move or within your career. I think even this morning I took a risk um, talking to Slipper Boy. <laughs> so there's been this guy that I see at the gym and he goes every single day. I don't go every single day because I, I love my sleep, but he goes there every single day. He's very dedicated, but he only wears slippers to the gym, which is very interesting. Is that a trend? Uh, He doesn't do cardio. He just does like weights and things like that. So I, why would you wear shoes, I guess? But we've always made eye contact and we've seen each other here and there, but we've never said anything. But I felt like today was the day. So I was on the grass area and he was actually going out of the gym and I walked up to him and I said, I actually, I crawled up to him and I said, Hey, are your shoes from Amazon? And he said, no, these are the real Yeezys. I did not get them (laughs) off of Amazon. I got them off of StockX. And I said, okay, bye. That was a risk, right? I yeah, I mean, a risk to not to get embarrassed, I guess. <laughs> I you know, for me, I think you know, I say go up to every single person mm-hmm. and just say, "Hey, are you single?" Um, but I guess for you that that is a risk of rejection. Yes, risk of rejection is huge in the dating scene, for sure. I mean, I do think it's weird that somebody wears slippers or especially expensive zippers to to work out every morning at 6 a.m. I know those are the easy ones are very expensive and he got them off of stock X which is a resale which is even more expensive. So are you going to talk to him tomorrow? That's the big question. I think tomorrow I might say hi I like your slippers. I mean at that point you did bring it up mm-hmm. and now you have a connection or something to talk about. Yes but at what point do I take another risk and be like hey you single yes or no? Well, I think if you say hi and he says hi with a smile versus hi, it's the crazy lady that asked me about my slippers. So you kind of will get that vibe. We'll get the vibe. We'll keep you updated. But that is commitment every morning at 6 a.m. that he goes to that gym. Mm -hmm. But that was taking a risk, I think, for me to put myself out there. And slowly but surely, I want to make more of those risks. And I think I want to go and meet these new people and maybe go to these new social settings that I wouldn't really put myself in. So I want to take those little risks. But what are little risks, I guess, for somebody in her 40s? Well, I mean, thinking about what you said, I am going to now start thinking about, like for me, decisions are not risks. And I think that's the that's where we differ is that for me, I said I don't really see that much risk or think that any decision I make is a risk because... I'm very, you look at the pros, your cons, you make a decision and you live with that decision type of thing, Mm -hmm. type of person. So I don't, I can't think of it. Now I'm going to this week, I'll follow up with you next week when we meet, when we have our next podcast, if I took any risks, but I don't really think so. I think that for me, I think about, okay, in your mid forties, now what's going to happen to, what am I going to do from now until I Mm -hmm. retire? Mm. It's kind of like the second half of your career. So that's to me is not a risk necessarily, but it's more of just having to make decisions that are tied to 
now for me, it's going to be tied to my own happiness, but as well as like a financially smart decision for my family. So I feel like that's kind of my biggest decision risk. But yeah, I don't, I don't even think the word risk is in my vocabulary. I know you don't really say the word, oh, this is risky or, oh, this is a big risk. Even buying a house, that wasn't risky for you? No, I I think like you, you, you accept what you kind of have, but I'm not a person that's paralyzed by fear, like Mm. of fear of something. I don't get paralyzed by decision-making. I didn't Mm. realize how many people actually are paralyzed with having to make a decision. And do you think that's based on like personality? It must be personality. It must be just how you were raised or some of those or past experiences. But I am a very, this is what I'm, you know, this is what I decided and this is what I'm going to focus on. I don't really, I don't, I don't live in regret. I don't think like, oh man, we planned this vacation. We should have gone somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of, I think more of this is where we're planning to go and what are we going to do for it? And I think I... Uh, that gives me comfort in knowing that the decision I made is the right decision. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, we have actually similar personalities. So do. I am the same type of, I don't look back and say, oh, I wish I went to this place. I wish I went to that place because I just go, you know, and you tell me like, why do you always have to travel? Like, why do you go there? That's so random. But to me, like it, it's something I want to do and I don't want to look back and be like, man, I wish I went to Canada or I wish I went to the concert. Like I will do it if I put my mind to it. And I think about the pros and cons. And if I make the decision, it means that I'm secure in it. Well, I do think we're both very resilient people. We definitely do not wallow in Mm -hmm. self-pity and Mm self-doubt. So maybe that's why we're able to kind of make decisions and live with those decisions and not have regret Mm -hmm. because I do think risk and regret and decision making they're all tied together yeah and I'm just thinking of risks that my friends have done and things that they've said you know let's say a couple of my friends have made career changes or gone into certain jobs and they say oh I don't think I'm good enough or I don't think I'm cut out for this and then they do regret it so in that sense I guess that's certain things that other people would struggle and face. I do think that um, when thinking about my own kids and helping them choose what college to go to and what career to uh, focus on, I want them to pick careers that make them happy Mm -hmm. rather than careers that they think will make them happy. And for our, I think my, we were all raised I would say you and I both, even though we're different generations um, in our Korean American community to associate, you know, going to a really good college, getting a really high paying job Mm -hmm. as happiness. And we see a lot of people who are, were lawyers or were Mm -hmm. in finance and did all these things or IT and then are choosing, realizing they're not happy. And so... For me, I do want to make sure that I do help my kids make that right decision to help them be happy um, because I don't want them to have live in regret or I don't want them to think that they have to risk all the hard work that they went it that they did in college um, and just throw it away for something later on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
um, something that's really common within our Korean culture is better to be safe than sorry, mm-hmm. right? It's like, don't take that risk. Don't do that. Like, just do this, right? This is the way that everyone else has done. Why don't you just follow in everyone else's footsteps? Don't be unique. Don't take that big, scary step. So it is really ingrained, ingrained within our culture, I think. Well, I mean, look in Korea, like what are the jobs that um, people really want their kids to, mm-hmm. to have is, you know, um, what a very prestigious job is a teacher mm-hmm. or a civil servant. Yeah. Someone that works for the government. That's like yeah. such a big deal. And so because it's not risky, there is a, it's a nice job with a nice retirement. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we don't want to see that, you know, um, risk that has to be taken about that kind of security. So yeah, we are, we are very keep it in your lane kind of culture. Mm-hmm. But that's very different from the American culture, right? Because here it's like, take that big, big like leap of faith, right? Do that. I know. Make go that backpack. Yeah. Like, I never met anybody Korean that has backpacked through Europe. No, I still don't of, understand the concept of backpacking. Do you just have a backpack? Yeah, and, you and travel? I think it's you graduate from college and you go backpack <gasps> for five months. Wow. I I think I would fall over if my kid said that to me. No, I I. I can't even imagine living out of a backpack. I need everything. You know, I'm an overpacker. I know. But I think it is we're very linear people. So taking a risk kind of makes us go off that path. Yes. But even when I explained to my parents, because I briefly mentioned to my mom, oh, I think I want to move to LA. She's like, why would you do that? Why would you waste, waste money? Like stay at home and do that when you get married. And I'm like, mom, I don't want to wait till I get married. I want to do it now. Um, but I think that's the difference between me and my mom, right? Cause she is, you know, Korean and I would say I'm more Korean American. So that influence of, you know, take those big risks, like do those, um, you know, take those big steps. Like that has also influenced me. Well, I think, um, we will let our listeners know if next week we took any risks, if you took more risks at the gym mm-hmm. or with um, any new guys you meet let's see I'm gonna really think about any risks that yeah, I take we should think week. about some risks that you've taken and this week and I'm gonna say did I make any risks this week so and then we'll come back next week and we'll share with our listeners alright we'll see you next week bye bye